0: Hello and welcome to Memories of Generation X, people. If, All right, is, if that's Thanks. what we want to call I it, I think that's what we're
1: calling it here at
0: uh, Scenic uh, Bushwood Country Club. Bushwood Country Club, where the it's the snobs against the slobs. Yes. Yeah. We're- so, I'm with my guest. What's your name, Mister Guest? Uh, uh,
1: Mister Guest, Christopher Guest. No, uh, Starchy Archie. Starchy Archie.
0: And I, I'm Johnny Pendejo. Johnny Pendejo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Still. That is me.
1: That is you.
0: So, uh, you and I walk uh, Saturday mornings. Yep. And we enjoy remembering little, little tidbits of history from yep. before the internet age and before you knew everything about a movie before it came out. Yep. And there was, we were just talking about spaghetti westerns. Yeah, yes earlier. We were. Yes, we were. And, and but first of all, we started off this morning with a reference to a certain decaffeinated coffee that yes. we grew up with. Yes. Back in the '70s. Back in the day. And what was that? What was that coffee called? It was
1: called Sanka. 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 Decaffeinated coffee.
0: Now, I remember a line from a movie called Fast Times at Ridgemont High where the biology teacher comes into the classroom and he says, all right, now, I'm a little slow today. I just switched to Sanka, so have a heart. <laughs> and then you came up with this brilliant um, reference to Marcus Welby, M.D. Travis, Travis, John Traffer, M.D., No. No, Marcus Welby,
1: MD. Marcus Welby, MD, yeah. Robert Young. Robert Young. Robert Young.
0: And so you pulled out your phone and you got this commercial and it was so bloody funny.
1: Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so there was a whole series of these uh, decaffeinated Sanka brand coffee commercials in the 70s. And I think this. 70s is when becoming health conscious Became like really started becoming mainstream You know the grape nuts Go ahead go ahead And uh, decaffeinated coffee And people eating cottage cheese um, For health um, Cottage so, cheese really Cottage cheese was a health food Oh my god it was and This is like seventy back when they were like I call them 70s vegetarians Where you could be like Vegetarians ate chicken and fish yeah. I'm a vegetarian Oh, I don't um, eat red meat I'm like oh. but isn't it Chicken, and animal, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they they had a whole series of these commercials with Robert Young from Father Knows Best in the Father Knows Best in the fifties. Oh, the 50s. he was on that show, really. He was Father and Father Knows Best. Oh man! Um, and then um, Marcus Welby, MD, where he starred with Barbara Streisand's husband, James Brolin. Oh, James Brolin, James yes. Brolin was the young the young Beau on that on that show oh yeah um mm-hmm. anyway so they like he parlayed his doctor image into you know peddling senka and so they they'd set up these commercials these scenes of like ted i really think we should... i'm not going to that play tonight and <laughs> the, number one they're doing this right in front of marcus Welby md he's like, oh, two yeah. feet away and they're having this fight at yeah. a coffee party where they're all dressed up oh they're all and, dressed like, up and like and then Marcus Welby like butts into the middle of their marital argument and goes, uh, what's 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 going on here? <laughs> oh, well, the doctor says that caffeine really negatively affects pen. Oh, oh. It just so happens that I have a jar of Senka brand right here. <laughs> It was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But those And the commercials were a minute long. That's the other thing. There was like a lot of exposition in commercials back then.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. A minute-long commercial. A today, minute? People, a minute. Wow. People have
1: the patience for a minute-long commercial today, right?
0: But see, when was that aired? Was that aired like during primetime, yeah. weekday oh, week pr- prime television time. Pro- programming? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because there were so many uh, – freeze-dried coffee commercials in the 70s oh yeah we've secretly replaced the coffee at max's opera cafe with tasters choice oh my gosh right all those and like it's like what is the margin on coffee that you guys are buying prime time spots to sell decaffeinated coffee and that's nuts so that's crazy different
0: it's just a totally different Time. Well then there was this then Saturday Night Live made a sketch of that with Chris Farley. Do you remember hello? You realize you're drinking major coffee crystals? What? Why? You remember when he just loses <laughs> <Yeah>. his mind? <laughs> you lied to me. You lied to me.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that's so funny that you uh that you mention um Chris, i don't know why i have been running across just a ton of chris farley things lately just i i don't i don't know why if it's um it's not the anniversary of his death is it really it's not it's but there's been so much um i don't know. know you know you just like you'll see like a pattern of like things popping up in just your browsing of the web
0: yeah yeah
1: um and I've just been running across a ton of Chris Farley material. And he was so good. Yeah, he was.
0: Yeah, I think the best thing he ever did was the um, the Matt, uh, Matt Foley motivational speaker. Oh, my gosh. I had that thing down, and I used to – my dad would pee his pants. It was so <laughs> funny. I had that thing down. And, um, and I, I was a big – I mean, gosh, that was like mid-'90s when that yeah, came out. Yeah. Or it could have been like – nineteen ninety
1: two or ninety three. It, it was yeah, early to mid nineties.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he was he was unbelievable. I was watching a, a thing with um I guess John Travolta hosted Saturday Night Live and they did a bit where they they sort of blended Welcome back Cotter with a Quentin Tarantino oh, kind of yeah, movie yeah, kind of yeah, flavor. Yeah, yeah. And so this was when Travolta was huge back yeah. in the mid nineties. And they had Good this comeback. What's that? His big comeback. Yeah, his big comeback. Pulp Fiction. And and before that, I was watching him because he's a he's a bona fide uh, pilot.
1: Oh yeah, like that flies jumbo jet. jumbo
0: jet pilot, and he 7. owns 7. he owns a like a Boeing seven hundred and seven that's got yeah. the old style Qantas Airlines on it, <clears throat> and he uh, donated his his seven hundred and seven to uh, uh, an air museum in Great Britain. Oh wow. And it was so huge, but anyway, how many um, thetans
1: can you get inside the uh, jumbo jet? How many what? How many thetans? No, it's a Scientology reference. Thetans. Oh, jeez, I, no I have no clue.
0: I have no clue. Derailing you. But then they, uh, but then they, they, they. they <laughs> he was doing his Barbarino bit, and they had like Adam Sandler was was.
1: Horschak?
0: No, no. Uh, oh. David Speed was Horseshack Horschak. And and uh, Mike Myers was Mr. <clears throat> Cotter. And oh, so was he Epstein then? No. Uh, Adam Sandler was Epstein. It was Epstein? Okay. Yeah. Epstein. With the guy with the thing in his teeth. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they they come in and they're like shooting up the place, <clears throat> and they're pouring gasoline on the principal, and and Travolta's <laughs> dancing <laughs> around with his razor, but you gonna die tonight, I swear, you know. <laughs> So anyway, so John Travolta, man, he was he he made a movie in our neck of the woods, Northern California, with Phenomenon. Yeah, it was uh, filmed in.
1: Was that Olima? No, was
0: that it was filmed in Auburn. Remember?
1: Oh, that was in Auburn. Auburn. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, I did not know that. I did not know that. (laughs) Anyway, so what else were we talking about on our walk this morning?
1: Let's see. We so we. We did. Get, we did start kind of touching on some.
0: Uh, what else? Shoot, oh, I'm blanking. So I'm, we had we had our Marcus Welby. So I was blown away that they're wearing a suit to dinner, a, oh, a yeah, suit yeah, yeah, and yeah. tie to dinner. Oh, What's absolutely. going on with that, yeah, man? Yeah,
1: that's that. That's their white privilege. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> absolutely. White. White privilege at work. Oh my gosh! Sorry,
0: honey. Sorry, honey. I can't do that right now. I gotta. I gotta dress up for dinner. That's like sort of seventies era Downton Abbey stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, who had?
1: Well, I think. I think part of it is they had less um, distraction. There, so there was no internet. Yeah. TV that you wanted to watch was on between like a certain time and a certain time, and like basically normal people would watch. If they were working, yeah. They might turn on today's show, Good Morning America, as they're getting ready to go to work. Yeah. And maybe eat breakfast. Yeah. And then they wouldn't see T V again until they got home. Yeah. They would put on a suit and tie for dinner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then watch Primetime. Yeah. Start at eight unless like for some reason Central seven. But, oh right, right. Um, which is better. I, lo- I I'm I'm an early bird, so
0: Yeah, I'm an early um, bird too.
1: Anyways, um, I used to be a night owl, but now. I'm yeah, tired.
0: I used to be too. I used to be too. I am wow. sort of on the weekends. Yeah. And then I sort of have to face the real world challenge of getting up at four thirty, and I'm like, mm, gotta go to bed, and it's bed. it's okay to go to bed. It's okay. It's gonna be
1: okay. It's gonna okay, be all so right. for some reason, saying night owl made me think of a '70s program. Really, the Night Stalker. Oh really? Do you remember the Night Stalker? No. Remember Night Stalker? Okay. So Who was it, in that? Darren Darren McGavin?
0: Darren McGavin, the guy from Bewitched?
1: No. That that's uh, that, that was Dick Sargent and Dick York. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. So Dick York was the original <coughs> Darren. Mhm. And mm-hmm. then he had apparently trem- like a series of back injuries? Oh, really? And like he and was like out of his mind on drugs to, like, oh. to just like perform. Oh, Not, wow. Not like abusing them, but like, wow. I can't function without like oh. a fistful of codeine in my system. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, they replaced him with Dick Sargent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good um, golly, man.
1: But yeah, Night Star. I think Darren McGavin? Darren he, McGavin? I had no. Know... Idea.
0: Was he on the Twilight Zone, maybe?
1: No. You would know him. As uh, having to deal he, he he fought battles with the Bumpuses Dogs In a movie in the 80's
0: Bumpuses The
1: Bumpuses, Bumpuses. The Bumpuses and their 50,000 hound dogs
0: Whoa Next
1: door to Ralphie And his family in Christmas Story
0: Oh the you know what on Christmas Story. I never saw Christmas Story You never saw Christmas Story No never oh, saw my it gosh. No, I, I the, was... The mis-
1: ed- Miseducation of Johnny Pendejo, you've never seen
0: that? Yeah, I've never seen that. Well, I've <clears> seen <throat> references to it like, oh, it's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, and all I see is a kid sliding down a slide. Oh, don't forget the part where Santa kicks him in the face. That's No, I didn't he remember not, that. He, no,
1: he doesn't. He, like, gently oh, he taps him on the forehead. Like,
0: gently taps. Oh, and he slides down feet first. Feet first,
1: like, but backwards, like...
0: Like uh, Mike Santa, you let me down.
1: Yeah, he, cuz he's trying to get he's trying to get a BB gun. Oh. <laughs> I mean, now that um, was
0: staged in the 50s, right? So it was set actually or set, in the yeah. late 40s oh, early 40s. Oh, late 40s. 50s. It
1: could have been like 48 or oh, so because wow. the guy um I think his last name Shepherd. Mhm. Um the guy that narrates it is the guy who wrote the st- he it's like based on a, I don't know if it was an essay or Yeah. A short story that he wrote about him growing up in the Midwest, Indiana. Wow! um, Just after World War II.
0: Oh, wow! Um, Wow!
1: So yeah, Darren McGavin. He was also the drill sergeant in um, a Jan Michael Vincent. Movie when they were trying to make Jan Michael Vincent a big movie star.
0: Oh, um, of Airwolf fame. Of
1: Airwolf fame. Oh. Airwolf and abused women fame. Oh. Was, oh my gosh, Jan Michael Vincent was yeah.
0: Ooh man, Kinda
1: like, uh, yeah, he was Axl Rose before Axl Rose. Oh like, man, super abusive guy apparently.
0: Wow, wow. Anyways,
1: he was in a he was a drill sergeant in that movie, um, but I think everybody remembers him for. For, for Christmas Story, I remember him for Night Stalker, where he in, where he investigated paranormal events. Really, and they would it would come on like at eleven thirty at night, like if yeah yeah you know, back then like you know there was a Tonight Show at eleven thirty yes right yeah Tonight show came on yeah and then you had Nightline with Ted Koppel <laughs> Nightline
0: oh that was cool.
1: And, and then there so was like David Letterman at 1230. And David Letterman at yeah. 1230. Like, yeah. And so it was like either like middle, like 80% of Americans who were up at that time were watching Johnny Carson. Yeah. And like the 10% of people who support their local PBS station were watching Ted Koppel and international issues of the day.
0: Yeah. 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 That's Arafat. Oh my gosh. Is it uh, really happening this way?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: You did not answer the question.
1: Um, and then like the remaining ten percent degenerate people who were like, we're watching Night Stalker or whatever. like, oh, wow. Late late movie on uh, CBS.
0: Oh wow! They had late night network movies on CBS.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, wow. And this brings it back to John Travolta because yeah. One of those late-night movies I distinctly remember watching was Carrie. Oh! With
0: Carrie on there. That was the Stephen King movie. Stephen King. I saw the beginning of that movie, and I didn't see the rest of it. Yeah. That was Sissy Spacek, right? Sissy Spacek. Mm. mm. Yeah. Sissy wow.
1: Sissy Yeah. She, um... Yeah, Sissy, the 70s were good to Sissy Spacek. Yeah. She had that. She had Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, yeah. Coal Miner's Daughter. Um, now, she oh,
0: married yeah. Frank Sinatra, right? No,
1: that's Mia Farrow. Oh, that
0: was Mia Farrow. Never mind, sorry. That was Mia Farrow. Sorry.
1: Um, my mistake. Yeah, the many loves of Mia Farrow. Okay. Right? Because then she married uh, Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Um, and supposedly had Ronan Farrow, who looks oh. just like Frank Sinatra. Oh, my God. Right? You, you know that, right? The no, eyes.
0: Right? you got to see in the eyes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Have you seen, like, a young picture of frank sinatra yeah. and a young picture and, and well i mean in rona farrow today like wow it's like wow spitting spitting image oh my There's god no way woody allen's that guy's
0: dad. oh totally
1: totally man and oh um he's also he's he's hilarious he goes um he said uh a couple years ago it's happy happy father's day or as we call it in my family brother-in-law day <laughs> Because of Woody Allen and Soon Yi, So oh. Mia Farrow's adopted Vietnamese daughter. Oh wow, um, doctor wow. from Vietnam. Wow, and um, yeah, Woody Allen hooked up with her.
0: I think there's a documentary coming out about that whole deal. And
1: then plus, he has supposedly abused his other daughter. Oh, Dylan, I think Dylan. Oh Dylan man, Farrow. So wow. Woody Allen's, Woody Allen's creepy. We can yeah. all agree that Woody Allen's creepy. Yeah, I some, don't. Some funny, definitely some funny stuff, um, and he's he definitely invented the or popularized the neurotic, super self-aware, oh. overly sensitive type comic. Like character. before
0: Jerry Seinfeld, right?
1: Exactly. Okay. Like Jer- Jerry Seinfeld is like. No. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. He's he's much more high functioning. Okay, okay. uh, Than than Woody Allen.
0: Wow. I never, I never, I never appreciate. Well, I I never really followed Woody Allen, but um, wow. So Sissy Spacek was in Carrie, and then gosh, where were we going with that? I have
1: no idea. Well, it started off with winding all the way back to Night Owl. Night Owl. uh, right, Right. Right. And. And then I was trying to. Remember, we're getting to be of a certain age where it's hard to remember what we were doing thirty minutes ago. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about. I know we got into some political stuff. Yeah, um, and
0: shoot, we're talking um, about. So okay, okay. So start off. We're we're twenty minutes into this, by okay, the way. Okay. So um, we talked about Sanka. Sanka. And then we talked about. A little bit of Megan and Harry, but then oh, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. talk about that. Okay. I don't want to okay. talk about that. Okay, okay. Don't get uh, me started on those two. Don't, don't, don't go. Get, get me, me started on Don't get me started, Dave. Uh, those kind of bits. Um so yeah, uh, um. Mm. Yeah, so we were talking about Chris Farley. Yeah. I mean, yeah. earlier we were talking about Chris Farley. So how I mean he was he, he was like the next John was he the next John Belushi?
1: Um, I don't think he was as big, I, I think it's hard to, t- it's hard to tell these guys who die yeah. because yeah. everything gets like distorted. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I liked, I thought Chris Farley was, was great. Yeah. Um, I thought he was funnier than, um, John Belushi because I, I, yeah. I think Belushi's thing was truly, uh, in my mind, like he was just kind of a slob. Mm. Thing he was just kind of yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. with the, um in physical comedy and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I, there was a like a soft center to Chris Farley. He was a very, his characters were, I don't know. they you could just empathize. With him, there was a yeah. lovableness about him, whether it was Tommy Boy, yeah, or even the, even, um, the movie Black Sheep, which wasn't very good. but no. his character was still, yeah, there like, was a likableness, yeah. yeah, to all of his characters, even you know, the pathetic. Tom Foley is it Tom Foley? No,
0: uh, Tom Foley was a congressman, but it was Matt Foley. Tom,
1: Tom Foley from Washington. Where was he from? No, he was
0: from yeah, state of Washington. State of Washington. Tom he,
1: Foley. He was speaker he, of the house. For he a while. was speaker
0: of the house, and he was he had white hair, white hair, old he guy. Looked, he
1: looked like he, to me he kind of like like a white haired Richard Nixon a little. Oh bit, really? More hair, really? Because the nose, I think they had a similar noses.
0: I don't have a Tom Foley impression. Yeah, but Matt Foley. Yeah, I do. Uh, Foley. Matt Foley. Matt Foley, motivational
1: down, speaker. Down in a van by the river.
0: If, if yeah. people haven't noticed already, we are outside in the in the brisk, the crisp and sharp air of can you hear the, the, the can. Not Canadian geese, Canada geese. Canada geese. Okay, it's a
1: noun. It's a noun. Canada geese.
0: And take cover because they might do a bit of dropage on you. They could. They could. I've had Foreign that happen geese. to me.
1: Foreign geese. <laughs> Build a net. <laughs> where, where are the? <laughs> Build a net. I'm. An, I, I'm kicking that off officially. We're putting a net up against the northern border. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. But yeah, um, I loved. I love Farley's uh, Chippendale dancer. Oh and, yes, with was, Patrick Swayze. That was yeah. pretty, pretty amazing. It was. It was. Um. But, um,
0: more Chippendales.
1: <laughs> Boy, That's so- He just, he, uh, but yeah, he burned. He, he was like, uh, Belushi in terms of just kind of
0: partying too hard
1: and yeah, yeah. lost control and died.
0: Yeah. That, it was not- so sad. So sad when he passed away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people talk about how great Kurt Cobain was. I, I can't relate. I can't relate to the whole grunge rock 90s stuff. I hate 90s music. But as far as, so I'm not I'm not talking about that guy from Seattle right now, but Matt Foley, Chris Farley, was a guy that was, he was comedic genius, and he used his, he used his weight, he used his energy to make people laugh, and it was funny, and it was great, and his best thing was that motivational speaker. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I would, I
1: have to, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Um... We were also talking a little bit about Scooby Doo. Oh earlier. yes, oh yes. We talked about Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and how his voice is a, the exact same as Astro from the Jetsons. It's a complete rip off. It was. It laziness. was. Laziness. It's even lazier than all those running scenes in Scooby Doo. It's like the same. Yeah. Yeah. The gang all running as they play some rip off version of. The Guess Who. Oh, whatever,
0: right? yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I used to love the musical inter. Is it a musical interlude? Is that what you call it? Yeah, I like those. I, to, I love those musical interludes. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. And so it's like, uh, well, or it sounded like the Archie. I think they were trying to compete with the Archies. Oh, the Archies. What they were doing, the Archies. Yeah. Let's, let's comp- combine, like. Late '60s uh, bubblegum pop, yeah, with uh, yeah cartoons because kids love bubblegum, they love cartoons, yeah, they love pop,
0: and it's H- hanna Barbera, hanna Barbiera, no, hanna, hanna Barbera. Barbera, right? hanna Barbera, um,
1: yeah. isn't Bar- Barbara's a type of wine too? It is. I think it is. Barbera, Barbera? It, Is
0: yeah. it from Santa Barbara? No. Oh. Now,
1: I can't do. I can't do. A, I can't do a Vinnie Barbarossa impression. If I could, I would have just launched in there with that.
0: Hey. Hey, 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 is that the John There's Travolta the character?
1: Yeah, Vinnie Barbieri. Barbieri.
0: Barbieri. Ralph Barbieri.
1: Ralph Barbieri.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Barbieri here. Hey, the Ranger and Mr. T. The Ranger and Mr. T. Oh, God, we, we recommend right? a meat cheese pizza.
1: Exactly. And I've never slept so well since I bought a mattress from Sleep Train. Or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, my God. What are the... Uh, back to the economics of these things. You you've heard about this is kind of this is diverging from a Gen X thing, but yeah. like you ever noticed like mattress stores like they'll have like mattress stores like three mattress stores like within a one mile radius.
0: It's called Mattress King.
1: What is? Well, well, apparently, like it costs a nickel to make a mattress. Does right? it really? It's like it's apparently it's not very expensive at all. Oh man! Which is why they've like got all this competition online now. Like we got a purple mattress
0: and we love it. Yeah, but um
1: we're We're looking for an endorsement purple, so yeah, purple
0: oh i I'm a Tempur-Pedic You're fan Tempur-Pedic? So okay, well, we, we've had those for twenty years, so um
1: but yeah, get our uh, um it was mind opening to read about how like there's like only a handful of mattress manufacturers, yeah, and like the supply chain's very tightly controlled, and so they like most mostly cost of your mattresses, like the real estate to show it to you,
0: oh wow,, That's crazy. wow. Now, when I was in L.A., there was a guy, um, I will, gosh, what was his line? Sit and sleep. It was sit and sleep mattresses. Sit and sleep? Yes. Wow. It was, I'll guarantee any mattress, or your mattress is free. Wow. So, yeah, so they changed the name of Sleep Train to Mattress Plus or Mattress, God, I don't even know what it's called now. I, I don't need a bed. I mean, I've, right. had, I've had my bed for close to 20 years. Yeah, You like a pedic Yeah, it's a Tempur-Pedic. Does it get too hot? I've heard it gets hot. Um, not necessarily. No, not really. Okay. I'm, I'm sort of a... Are I, you cold-blooded? Or are you, or well, are you see, warm-blooded? Well, I, see, I am cold-blooded at night, and then I'm sort of... Wait wait, 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 wait. I'm hot-blooded at night, and then I am cold-blooded in the morning. Okay. So I need, I need some warmth in the morning, but I don't need warmth when I go to sleep.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm with you. I like to sleep with like, the window open and get a little, oh, really? little cool breeze. My wife yeah. doesn't like it. Yeah, um, I, but, but I got
0: a fan going in my room yeah. at, all night. All yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm the same way. I'm producing lots of BTUs.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: But our pur- the purple's not, not too hot. Not too, uh, not too shabby. I like it quite a bit. Well, that's but cool. Sco- Scooby so, Doo. Scooby Doo. Yes. Yes. Speaking of purple and Scooby Doo. Yeah. And your, I, can, I can't identify your T-shirt, can I? Oh yeah, go ahead. Your purple rain
0: T-shirt. So there's a lot of keeping with the purple theme. We're, we're yeah. I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in '80s remembrance mode right aficionado. now. Aficionado. I'm aficionado. You know, Prince was awesome, and there's a. Beautiful woman here in the doorway. Here, that's oh, why. Is, I, that, is that
1: Vanity or is that Appalosa? I think it is Apolot Apollosia? What was her name? I think you're,
0: I don't couple know her name. I haven't. Yeah, I've only seen the Appaloosa? movie like twice, but I've never seen Purple Rain. Purple Rain is really good. I heard it's one of the best music <clears throat> documentaries of all time.
1: I've never, I've never, uh, never watched it. I, I did not like Prince back in the day. Oh, really? Really? I really did not. My girlfriend in high school. Yeah. <clears throat> went with for most of high school yeah um, loved Prince mm. absolutely loved Prince her new favorite which is this is crazy the other person she loved she loved Prince and she loved Alice Cooper oh really which was bizarre because Alice Cooper was not big in the 80s uh, at all. I didn't like Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper Alice Cooper Alice Cooper's like a crazy not crazy but like he's like a very conservative yeah, uh, yeah. guy it's 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 funny he's he like plays crazy, golf too plays golf. He's like a crazy normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Well, they Um, paid
0: homage to him in um, Wayne's World Two, and when they went to go, we're not. Gosh, yeah, they went to see Aerosmith in Chicago, and then I think they went to Milwaukee to see Alice Cooper, and they were backstage with Alice Cooper, and they're like, "We're not worthy.
1: We're not worthy." I use that. I use that GIF all the time. That's a. That's a great. Yeah.
0: But he was he was uh speaking very eloquently about Milwaukee being Algonquin for being Algonquin for the good land.
1: The good land of
0: Milwaukee. Yeah, the good land with the beer and cheese flow. Yeah. I've been there once. I was there in January and it's a cold I never want to experience again. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My yeah, God. Like just- but people are friendly there. I like was I like Milwaukee to a certain I, I, extent.
1: Yeah. Folks from the Midwest and Upper Midwest all have a reputation for being very yeah. friendly, friendly I, good people. I, I think except it's because,
0: print. except for well, no,
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you.
0: Well, he's from he's from Minneapolis, Minneapolis right? From Minneapolis. Well, I think it's I think it's so you don't freeze to death outside. Because if you see another fellow human being outside that isn't warm when it's minus forty degrees, you're going to want to take that person in and give him some warmth. Right? that's
1: true that's true um,
0: I mean there's no there's not any sort of animosity towards people in the climate there because they're all affected by it and they it's like come on peopleizer. you're my you're my fellow man uh, you know let's get some let's get warm together here
1: yeah well plus also you've got to work on um, and there's a whole like school of thought around this like different like cultures and the the, the way climate has affected their development so like mm. Outgoing, gregarious Italians. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Warm climate. Lots of like their architecture is very open and exposed. Oh, yeah. Totally. Versus like Norwegians or whatever. And it's like, look, we got to be in this 20 by 20 cabin with each other nonstop for the next eight months oh yeah so let's yeah. not talk too much oh we're gonna, kinda, we're gonna develop our inner life or we're oh, gonna kill gosh. each
0: other oh my gosh right yeah that like, makes so could, much could sense
1: being stuck in a cabin with chatty kathy like, oh, oh. Yeah. well
0: it, you know they invented you know finland invented the sauna yeah right and so what's the rationale with that you're you're in a hot room <clears throat> with it's cold it's outside it's cold outside you want to heat up in a sauna, and you're in there amongst your fellow Finlandiers. I
1: think it. Ha- I think it's a similar way that we want. Okay, so to me, it's the same. Like the same principle behind, or the phenomena that that causes you to love walking into a super cold room. Yeah. When it's you know a million degrees out here, you know, in the, mm. the greater Sacramento area, right? right. It's like. 105 outside and you walk into your house is like, you want that thermostat at like 65. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a 65 now, yeah. you're like, oh, it's cold. Ooh, yeah. I can't warm up. You're yeah. Like, same temperature is great in yeah. July. Yeah. You can't get enough of it. Right. It's like somehow you're like your body's like hooked up to the outside and knows it's hot out there. So you're enjoying the fact that it's cold inside and vice versa. Like when it's freezing outside, you enjoy being like warmer than normally like you want to be extra warm. Yeah. I, there's, I think there's something to that and so the fin, fins are like, "Hey man, let's do it."
0: Yeah. Well, that 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 plays into when it's 105 here, the only way to cool off is to drive 2 hours to the coast. Yeah. And that way you can get the ocean breeze and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm cool right now." And you soak I'm, it up and you will be freezing otherwise. Yeah. <clears throat> and 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 like when I went to the US Open at the Olympic Club in 2012, it was it's on the coast of it's you know san francisco pacifica whatever and i didn't ha- i brought like a sweatshirt with me and they didn't allow you to bring a bag in or anything like that to sort of hold the hold the sweatshirt when you're not using it yeah so you're cold in the morning you're burning hot mid morning early afternoon late afternoon And then when they're done with the round, they're hitting balls on the range, and you're freezing. And you want to stay and watch them hit the balls, but you can't because you're freezing.
1: San Francisco street vendors make a billion dollars every year selling sweatshirts. Oh, my God, yeah. People from either inland or from the South Bay, and they come up like, oh, oh, it's a beautiful day here. Oh, let's go to Alcatraz. Let's go see the Golden Gate Bridge. Let's go ride a cable car. Oh. And you get up there, and you're like, in your short, short sleeves, because it's 90 degrees in San Jose or wherever. Yeah. You get up there, and you're like, I'm freezing my ass off. It's (laughs) 60 degrees and foggy. Oh, my god! What the heck's going on?
0: Oh, my god!
1: Gosh, it's the worst. I remember, like, uh, that's like, you know, and I swear it's the worst. It's because you dress differently. It's the worst in August. Oh. August, September, because I can remember going to some 49er, like, preseason games, Mm. early season games, like, in the evening. Yeah. And you are freezing. You're like, it's August, and I'm freezing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Because you
1: dress in shorts and your t shirt, and then you're like, oh. And halfway up, you're like, oh, crap.
0: So they do So the, the organizers of these events, they do it deliberately just so you're not allowed to bring in anything to sort of help you plan ahead for either the hot of the day or the that's cold exactly. of the day. They force you to spend $60 on a sweatshirt.
1: On a sweatshirt. You know what, you know what place is good, though? What? Monterey.
0: Oh yes,
1: Monterey sells reasonably sw- priced sweatshirts.
0: Right, right.
1: You go down there, and it gets cold. You can you can get one for twenty? I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm like talking in old dollars here, but like the sixty dollar sweatshirt in San Francisco is oh. like twenty bucks in Monterey. It's like okay, I can. Oh, that's $20, that's twenty eh, bucks. okay. I'll pay twenty bucks so my wife's not cold and stealing my stuff. So
0: the caveat there is that. If you live here in the greater Northern California Sacramento area, you got to drive down there 4 hours and you got to stay down there overnight. The caveat is, do they do they do they rip you off for the hotel room?
1: Hotel. They, they could. And the food? I think that I think I think Monterey is just tends to be more affordable cuz they're hmm. competing with they don't have as many attractions right? Um, for people, to say, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and they don't have a local economy that competes heavily with tourism. Tourism is the economy. Right, right. So, I mean, people go to San Francisco because of all the things that are already there. Yeah. Less than they do Monterey, Cannery Row, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cannery Row, the aquarium, um, Fisherman's Wharf yeah on the wharf. i don't know if it's fisherman's wharf or what it is the wharf
0: oh uh, yeah monterey wharf yeah
1: yeah but um there's <clears throat> and you can you can probably name like three things in my the average person who's been there that that aren't those things like okay well there's that park where they have the uh charlie brown and lucy uh sculptures oh, okay whatever, yeah right yeah and then there's you can't name anything else, right? Well, I, I'm, I'm a
0: I'm a racing fan, so I love going to Laguna Seca, uh, and I'm also a golf fan. So then there's the Pebble Beach and Cypress Point, all the golf that's down there. That's what I love. Yeah. They, it, the golf is really expensive down there. You know they've had the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach um, five or six times in the course of history, and I think it's up to five hundred dollars to play golf there, if not more. It could be a thousand dollars. But then the only way you're going to get out to Pebble Beach is if you stay at the lodge. Because if you stay at the lodge, you're guaranteed to be able to go play golf. But they have this thing called um, the waiting list, I think it's called, or, or after, before revenue, or I don't know what it's called. But I thought, you know, hey, maybe you could just, mean, this was like early 90s, you could supposedly, the the... The lore is, or the, uh, the story is, is you, is you could drive down there. The golf lore. Yeah, the golf lore that you hear throughout the <laughs> grapevine before the internet. You could go out there, get on a waiting list, and maybe get out and maybe play nine holes. I mean, hello, I'd rather play 18 holes. When you say the
1: lore, I'm, I think of, and I can't remember the character's
0: name carl weathers character oh carl weathers in happy gilmore happy gilmore oh yeah
1: yeah um
0: i love that guy oh
1: uh, so did did you watch uh speaking of carl weathers did you you don't watch arrested development did you? you ever watch arrested Development? no
0: i didn't watch that but we did we we did watch mandalorian um, and carl weathers is in that very
1: good in that but he uh he plays himself in arrested development oh really and um and they, like, cap on the fact that, like, he's kind of struggling.
0: Right? Oh, wow. Like,
1: that's, like, the focus of his character. Yeah. And so one of the characters, one of the main characters in the show wants to be an actor.
0: Oh. A, a thespian. Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, <laughs> that's <really hard. laughs> but um, <laughs> he, like, gives his last you know, like thousand dollars or whatever to Carl Weathers to, to, to teach him to become an actor. Oh wow. And like all the coaching he's giving him is like how he can like survive like when they're on set, like by like stealing as much of the food that gets laid out. Yeah, and like and he's like and there's one part where he's like, I forgot exactly what it is, like he's like eating something and there's a bone and he's like don't 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 throw that out <laughs> You take you take that. You take some of these vegetables here. You got yourself a stew. <laughs> Am I... That's my one of my kids' favorite favorite lines. You got oh, yourself a stew. Oh, that's
0: cool. That's cool.
1: The purple. Daphne Scooby Doo wore purple.
0: Yes. Yes. Um,
1: purple with kind of lavender highlights. She had red hair. Yeah. They mixed yeah. the purple and red. Yeah. Um, and then there was Velma. Yes. Um, orange,
0: orange sweatshirt,
1: orange, orange sweater, sweatshirt. So, yeah, and yeah, a, yeah, and a red skirt. Yes, yes. Um,
0: but short hair with glasses.
1: Short hair with glasses. So were, did you, Daphne or Velma? Um,
0: Would I, I didn't, like, I didn't you know, watch Scooby Doo that you much.
1: Oh, I was always, I kind of like, I like Velma more than Daphne. I know oh, really?
0: Because
1: Daphne's eyes, they drew her eyes as like slightly crooked. Yeah, and she always looked. She just always seemed kind of dumb.
0: Oh, really? Daphne was dumb. Oh, Daphne was dumb. Okay. Daphne
1: was dumb. The redheaded.
0: Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I and mean, Fred I. Fred in
1: his ascot. So who was Fred?
0: Oh, Fred. Fred. Oh, Fred was the the driver of the mystery machine, the mystery right? Mystery machine. I'm and sorry, got, I, I'm not down with he, the whole Scooby Doo stuff. And
1: he wore an ascot.
0: Yeah. Oh, was that what? the the handkerchief around the, the neck? The,
1: the, the, an ascot. A oh. Why was he? What was going on? I was thought he that was not the Playboy Mansion or something. Oh, or I don't you know.
0: I don't know. I I love Shaggy. I love Shaggy because that was the great Casey Kasem. the great Casey, the great
1: Casey Kasem. Zoinks, we're Zoinks. goners. Zoinks, yeah.
0: The only time I like uh, the only time I liked um, Scooby Doo was when they had the guest. They had uh, oh,
1: when they did the... That was like the early eighties. Yeah, doing the uh, they had the Mama Cass on. Oh, really? From, like. I'm pretty sure they had people on who were dead. Oh that, really? It, it bothered me. Like they had an episode with like Laurel and Hardy. Really? And, and I think they yeah, they had episodes with people who were dead.
0: I'll be darn. Wow.
1: So what cartoon did you watch in the seventies? What was your car Oh your, Um To cartoon?
0: Oh god, I love Super Friends.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a Super Friends Lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah, the Super Friends lunchbox.
0: Super Friends, gosh, the hand, the Saturday morning cartoon stuff. Oh my gosh, gosh, what was it? Um, Super Friends, Johnny Quest to a certain extent, but not fully into it. Johnny, but
1: Johnny Quest. What about what about Godzilla? That was no, I didn't like Godzilla. Godzilla Power Hour.
0: I I, mm, Power Hour. I like Speed Racer. Games.
1: Speed Racer. Speed Racer was a. Tri- speed racer was trippy to me as a kid I thought it was so weird well you know it was anime. it wasn't
0: for it wasn't on Saturday morning it was more like um, and we're up to 41 minutes okay. right now um, speed racer was oh man I don't know you're right I mean the the it was it was imported from Japan and they had to they had to they had to dub English into what they were doing and they had to, and and all of the dialogue was sort of, was sort of, um, a a bit complicated kind of thing. yeah, Yeah, exactly. It was hard to follow for a kid. It's like speed. Oh yeah. Then there's, then there's racer X who is speed racers brother, unknown to many who left home years ago, something like that. Yeah. It, it was. I thought it was cool because I liked the car sounds. Yeah, and they use the sort of the same sort of audio sound for the car passing you every time. You know. Yeah. But I like. I, I kind of like that. I love Star Blazers.
1: Star. Oh yeah. Did you watch yeah. that? Oh, yeah, Star Blazers for sure. That was Star Blazers. What was? What was his uh, uh, Captain Avatar?
0: Captain Avatar. Oh Captain my god. Now they have that on YouTube now, and. Um, you know, I I watched like four episodes with it with my son. He's like, Oh, that's kinda cool, Dad. Yeah. No, that's... You know, and, and it was a big deal. I, I okay, first of all, a little background, my my friend uh growing up, we were competing on hey, did you watch Star Blazers this morning? And it used to be on at seven thirty in the morning, like locally here, and then after school it would be on three thirty in the afternoon. On a station in San Jose, um, Channel Thirty Six. Thirty Six. And we used to get the the station on the TV, and it was it was cool. You know, they had it's, it. It may have been similar sort of timelines between morning and afternoon for the different stations, but we were able to sort of catch up, or you know, or hey, I missed that part, or it was so it was cool. It was like a first sort of serial uh, show that we watched, and it was it was. It was cool I enjoyed it It was science fiction You know Spaceships
1: I think it was Lorimar CBS had a lot of Lorimar Oh
0: Lorimar That was um, the the guy
1: Batman They had the Batman uh, uh, Cartoon
0: Lorimar telepictures They had uh, Darkstar
1: Oh really
0: Darkstar No I didn't watch Um, that They had uh,
1: Tarzan Tarzan Tarzan, Oh
0: you mean You mean the filmation stuff yeah, they that were, was filmation and Lorimar. They were okay. Was
1: filmation and Lorimar was a production. It was, yeah,
0: yeah, that was Fat Albert and yes. He-Man. He-Man Masters of the Universe.
1: Because yes. their their logo was like that little ring go In exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah, I, I yeah <clears throat> yeah I remember that. I, I that was Saturday morning. I, yeah,
1: yeah. What I hated on all of those shows, whether it was. The Godzilla one, or Batman, yeah. or Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. It's when they and I forgot, there's a there's a phrase for it. I think it's called Cousin Oliver Syndrome. Really? Where you introduce like a younger character. Oh. Right. So like when they added, like famous examples are when they added. Uh, The little kid on Growing Pains or Leonardo DiCaprio's character on Growing Pains. Wow. Okay, well, we're going to, whatever. Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch was the first one. Like, all these kids are hitting puberty. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So bring in Cousin Oliver. Oh, okay. And so they brought in, I think it was Bat Might or Bat Sprite. Just like some weird little bat themed character. Oh, my gosh, really? For the the Batman cartoon. They brought in. Gadzuki, who was like a baby flying, uh, really Godzilla who could make puffs of smoke and oh stuff. my gosh humble a lot. Well,
0: that was Scrappy Doo as well. Scrappy Doo. Oh yeah,
1: I, I hated Scrappy. Oh my
0: god. Oh, oh Yeah, I was wondering why they brought him up. I was just Scrappy Dappy Doo. Yeah, I just
1: like at least there was Scooby Doo had some substance to it. Yeah, I mean it really yeah. like oh for you know it's preposterous, but like. Hey, we're here in this town, and they have an abandon, abandoned amusement park, and yeah. it's supposed to be haunted. Well, let's check it out. Okay, well, oh, well, there's an oil well, unbeknownst to everybody else on this property, and I was trying to scare you off, but those pesky kids, <laughs> meddlesome kids. There's always some, like, actual, like, plot. Yeah, yeah. And not, like, just screaming and frenetic. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Well, um, closing thoughts on our first episode. Closing
1: thoughts. This was fun. we got to do it. we got to do it again. Yeah.
0: This is cool. Well, I, I enjoy remembering um, genera- being a Generation X person. I mean, maybe next week we'll talk about... I mean, I saw... I, I was on eBay this week, and I saw a, an original Star Wars Return of the Jedi action figure. His, his name was Zuckus. And the guy wanted $8,000 for it. Wow. Yeah. Man. I mean, mean, yeah. So, anyway, think of that. Think of that, folks, for the next episode. We'll revisit the fascination with Star Wars action figures. There we go. Next on... Boba Fett's the best. Boba Fett? Yeah, he was cool, man. That's the best. And I'm so glad that Mandalorian gave him justice. Yes. Yeah, you're a Mandalorian fan, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, um, so, thank you for listening to the first episode of the gen x show the gen x show with starchy archie and johnny pendejo yeah yeah (laughs) remembering generation x remembering stuff of that time period thank you so much for listening have a great day oh wait let's have a sign off i am johnny pendejo and i'm
1: starchy archie
0: good day